You're listening to the Manifest Your Greatness podcast, and this is episode number 38. Do you have a goal that you'd love to accomplish, but just don't know where to start? Or maybe you've gotten off to a great start, but just can't seem to get out of first gear? I'm Curtis J. Washington, founder of the Manifest Your Greatness coaching program and I've helped people from all walks of life manifest the greatness that they already possess deep inside. If you are committed to taking the steps required to become the best version of yourself, you've come to the right place. This is the Manifest Your Greatness Podcast. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for taking the time to tune in to this episode of the Manifest Your Greatness podcast, where we explore practical and actionable steps to help you manifest the greatness that you already possess deep inside. And today's topic is entitled Aikido as a Life Philosophy. Aikido as a Life Philosophy. Now, first, let's talk about the title. Aikido is a martial art. And um, by no means am I saying that everyone should try on Aikido and its principles as a life philosophy for themselves. But what I did want to emphasize is that the way that we honor our life philosophies has a lot to do with the way we show up in the world. It helps us understand how to process things that are happening around us. Um, It helps us interpret the meaning behind why things are happening the way that they are. And it really influences what we do and how we show up in the world every day. So I'm going to use Aikido as an example of a philosophical approach that can be applied to life more broadly. So just a brief background of Aikido. Aikido is known as the art of peace. It's a martial art that was founded very recently. It was actually founded in Japan in the early 20th century by Morihei Ueshiba. And basically, he just believed that Aikido's principles could be applied to all the challenges we face in life. That includes personal and business relationships. So I had the opportunity to practice Aikido for quite a few years. Uh, Shout out to Aikido Mountain West uh, in Salt Lake City, Utah. Uh, Some wonderful senseis there. If you're in the area, definitely check them out. They are about as good as it gets. But what I learned from Aikido were some principles that I was able to apply in in daily life. Um, So I'd like to kind of go over some of those. And while you're listening to these, I'd like you to think about your own life philosophy as well. And if you've never really thought about a life philosophy, there are so many great philosophers out there. So take the time and, and look at some of their philosophies. It might be really good food for thought. Of course, there's some of the classics like Socrates and Plato and Aristotle, but there's so many other more contemporary philosophers. I mentioned Bruce Lee, Nelson Mandela, Martin Luther King, Gandhi, the Dalai Lama. There are so many wonderful philosophers out there with great material, and it really can help you develop a philosophy for yourself. You can see some of the great insights that they've had, and maybe some of that resonates with you and some of it doesn't. But by getting out there and doing a little bit of research and some self-discovery, it might be easier for you to help determine what your own life philosophy is. So I highly recommend that. So here's a few things that I leverage from Aikido in my day-to-day life. One One of the principles that Aikido teaches you is that you need to engage with the world to grow. 
Um, and what is meant by this in Aikido is that it's not something you can do alone. You need to be with other people. You need to engage with your partner. It's a flowing technique, and it, it involves interacting with what's around you. Um, so that's something that's helped me to just keep in mind that I can sit here and think about the things that I'd like to do as much as I want, but if I'm not out there and I'm not engaging with the world and I'm not getting feedback and understanding um, how my actions are moving me forward or not uh, towards the goals that I have, then, you know, it's all hypothetical, right? If I'm just sitting there and talking about it and, 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 and philosophizing about it, right? If I'm, not, if I'm not taking action, if I'm not taking serious action on a routine basis and I'm not engaging with the world around me, then, of course, my impact and my progress and my growth is going to be severely limited. So that's the first principle that I learned. The second one is that you need to feel what is happening to you to know what is needed. So in Aikido, we have this concept called first touch. Uh, and it's an interesting concept and it has to do with the fact that if someone is striking you in Aikido, although it looks like it's a reactionary martial art and that the attacker is basically attacking and that the defender is basically thwarting their attack somehow, it's, there's a lot more really going on than that. And what's really interesting is that in Aikido, the, the concept of first touch is that even though the attacker is attacking, the defender is initiating the movement. And what that means is either they are leading the attacker into a certain movement or they are actually making contact intentionally with the attacker to influence the movement from that point on. And I thought that was very interesting because without making contact, you it's really hard to get feedback without making contact. So developing this ability, this heightened sense of awareness is so important in our daily life. We have to be able to feel what's going on. We have to understand how we're feeling. We have to understand the thoughts behind our feelings. Um, and, and being sensitive to that can be the difference between picking up on an amazing opportunity or completely missing out on it altogether. So having this heightened sense of feeling and understanding the sensations that you have, no matter what they are, if you have a feeling that you, you're uneasy or that you're uncertain or that you're fearful or that you're confident or whatever that feeling might be, I mean, you could feel fantastic but it really helps if you understand why, because that means you'll be able to call on that feeling a lot more easily. And the same works the other way. If something is getting you down and you're feeling depressed, understand where that's coming from. Raise your awareness and look for the clues, look for the hints, and get inside and explore your thoughts behind those feelings, what's really going on in your mind. So with that heightened awareness, you can influence change in how you think and how you feel, but you've gotta be aware, you've gotta be aware. So that's how I've applied that principle to my life more broadly. The next principle that I leverage from Aikido quite often is the need to strive for balance to exploit opportunities. The need to strive for balance. And notice the way that I said this, I'm saying the need to strive for it. Because the truth is, we will never have balance unless you're highly enlightened, you will likely never reach balance. But if you continue to strive for balance, you will be in balance much more often. 
And what I really want to emphasize here is that balance is not a state that you get to and then you're there and you are in balance. If you ever look at a gymnast or uh, even martial artists or if you've ever been to Cirque du Soleil and you see the amazing things that those cast members are able to do with their bodies and it just looks like they're defying gravity. And you just wonder, how are they so balanced? How can they do that? How can they you know, keep their balance on these poles and balance each other and all these things? If you look very closely, it's not static. They're not in balance and then they're just there and they've got it. If you look carefully, there's a lot of little movements they're making. They're always striving to be in balance. That's how balance is in life in all, as in all its aspects. That's how balance is in life as well. You're striving for it, but you're always making these minor corrections. You're always making these little adjustments. So you're never really fully there. You're a little bit off here and you make a little bit of a correction. You're a little bit off the other way, you make a little bit of a correction. And that's something I really hope that people get because it can sound so inconceivably difficult to live a life of balance if you, unless you think about that, unless you consider that there is no such thing as being in balance. It's always work in progress. It's always something we're striving for. It's always something we're working towards. But the more we try and the more we focus on trying to live a balanced life, the easier it will make it for us to be able to leverage opportunities that come and the easier it becomes to not only leverage opportunities, because if we're striving for balance, then we're going to have the ability to reach out and grab some additional opportunities and understand how to pull that into our day-to-day -day and find balance with these additional goals that we have for ourselves. But without striving for balance, it becomes a lot easier to want to stay in your comfort zone, right? Because you're afraid to step out. You're afraid to, to put that, you're afraid to do something that might challenge that balance because you might be afraid that you won't be able to get back into balance. So that's something that's so important. The more we strive for balance, the easier it is for us to take advantage of the wonderful opportunities that are around us. And also it makes it so much easier for us to deal with the challenges that come our way too. Because if we're striving for balance and challenges come our way, it's going to be very difficult to, as they say in Aikido, to take your center. Basically, because of your balance, if someone is trying to come at you in Aikido and you are striving for balance, it's going to be very difficult for them to throw you off balance if that's something that you're focusing on. So that's another principle that I've been working on integrating to my life more broadly. The next one is the need to be fully present. So this principle in Aikido is really designed to help people not assume what's going to happen. Don't assume that you understand what's going to come at you next. The objective isn't to foresee the future. The objective is to be ready for the future no matter what it brings. And since we can't see the future, that is the whole point of striving to live to be fully present. Because if we are fully present, then we'll be able to make those adjustments and take on things as they come. If we're predicting things to go one way, but suddenly they go another, then it can be very difficult to make that adjustment and to recover, right? Because we were putting all of our emphasis on going a certain direction and all of a sudden that's not where things are going and now we have to course correct on a, on a significant level. And that's very difficult to do. So if we're fully present 
and we're aware of what's happening in the moment, it's a lot harder to surprise us, right? It's a lot harder to surprise someone who is fully aware. If you've ever watched a Bruce Lee movie, one of the beautiful things to watch about his kung fu and the way that he interacts with his opponents is that he is so present. And that's one of the things that he's so well known for, in addition, of course, to being such an insightful philosopher and a martial arts master as well, of course. But being present, right, that is so important, being present in the moment, being aware, that will help you to be ready for things when they come and not to assume that something is going to happen and to be ready for it so that you can make the adjustments you need with grace, with style, and with confidence. And the last principle that I learned from Aikido that I apply very broadly in my daily life is you need to respect your challenges and learn to leverage them. You need to respect your challenges and learn to leverage them. So in Aikido, we don't have opponents in Aikido. We have partners. So even though there is an attacker and a defender, sometimes multiple attackers, we don't think of the attacker as an enemy. We think of them as a partner. We think of them as another entity with energy, and we're trying to leverage that energy. We're not trying to destroy it. We're trying to redirect it. So as that energy comes towards us, we're making sure that we're staying balanced and at the same time angling for a position that will help us leverage that energy and redirect it in a way that is beneficial to us. And that is the same with life. If we look at our challenges as opponents and we're so focused on overcoming and defeating or ignoring or just getting over and getting it out of the way, we can miss opportunities to leverage those challenges. If we attempt to look at those challenges as energy that we can redirect, we can learn a lot from them, right? And it also helps us to stay balanced, to stay focused, and to stay optimistic because we're seeing the challenge not as something that's out to get us, but as something that has perhaps something very significant to offer us. And the offering and what it is offering us, we need to perhaps redirect the energy a little bit to grasp the full benefit of it. So by viewing our challenges, not as these walls that we have to break down, but rather perhaps these balls of energy that we need to understand and we need to figure out how to leverage. I mean, that can be very helpful. It can be extremely empowering. Not only that, but just think of the growth that we go through by approaching our challenges that way. Because we know in this challenge somewhere lies some amazing wisdom. We just need to find it, figure out how to extract it, and, and then we can redirect it and use it in a way that's going to be very beneficial to us. Now, I'm not saying that everybody should adopt Aikido as their life philosophy, but what I am saying is that it's so important for everyone to understand what their life philosophy is. Your life philosophy determines how you extract meaning from your every experience, and that is extremely important because meaning feeds your perspective, and your perspective colors your story, and your story defines how you see 
and how you show up in the world. So that's my challenge for everyone today. Really think about what your life philosophy is. Thank you so much for joining this episode of the Manifest Your Greatness podcast, and I look forward to spending time with you on an episode again in the near future. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Manifest Your Greatness podcast. If you liked what we've explored on this episode, then you'll love the Manifest Your Greatness coaching program. The Manifest Your Greatness coaching program is uniquely tailored to help support you on your journey to become the absolute best version of yourself. So if you are committed to taking the steps required to significantly and permanently level up in any area of your life, visit manifestyourgreatness.com forward slash contact. Again, that's manifestyourgreatness.com forward slash contact and schedule your free consultation call today. Talk soon.